at it's, all. It was laughable. It's I the size. It was a joke. It's the size of like a chocolate it bunny looked, you'd get in your like, Easter basket. Like <laughs> it looked like a, <laughs> it looked like a six year old science project. Yeah, like, it was. I'm gonna make an alien out of paper mache. <laughs> Clips on Tap is brought to you by Speciation Artisan Ales, one of our favorite spots. The best sour ales in town, if best. not anywhere. The best for a, a end of bike ride stop, which is what we usually do. We go for the sour ales. They've also got ciders, seltzers, wines, Underberg. Yeah, and really anything I mean, you can need. Yeah. Very unique, awesome flavors. Get a flight. I mean, you can taste a number of different types of beers, ciders, whatever your palate desires. Absolutely. Located on Wealthy Street in Grand Rapids. Check it out. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Episode 67. Welcome in September. to episode 67. We're here. And um, we're here in Pub 39A with a very special guest. Uh, second time guest. Second time guest. Two Jer- time. Jeremy two Schumann, our uh, our teammate and pal. Jeremiah T. Jeremiah T. Two times Arthur Schumann. Mm-hmm. Long time listener, first time caller. Welcome to episode sixty seven, Jeremiah. Well, hey, I just want to first of all thank you guys for having me on. It's it's a true honor to to sit at this table with this with the legendary <laughs> Eclipse on Tap uh, founding three brothers from a the brethren. Uh, wait, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say from a. From two mothers. From two mothers, <laughs> yes. right. But then affiliated by a sister too. So I mean, yeah. it's like it's yeah. we're in the same family, right? It's, it's all right. it's all part of the hood. But yeah. it's uh, it's an honor to be here tonight to to uh, to t- speak with you, legends, and to and to uh, be part of episode sixty-seven. It's, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot lot to talk about tonight. Tons, tons. Yeah, tons. there's uh, it's been a very eventful tail end of the summer. We um, finished up Grattan Race Series. That's something with Topical, given that Jeremiah is a uh, fellow Grattan squad team member. He's a, he's a, our designated sprinter. Yeah. He had a top 15. <laughs> yeah, I, I scored some points this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey, you know what? Cheers. Cheers what night? That. What night was that? That was, a Rainy that was night. the night there was only 15 guys. <laughs> Erroneous, Nathaniel. <laughs> I think there was 17, and I uh, one guy had a mechanical, and I took a couple of loans out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was kind of a rainy night too, right? You're kind uh, of the rainmeister. No, I actually it kind of just gave, gave you a little spritzer. Oh, and then that was it. All right, yeah, I ain't scared. We but, we did have kind of a like a cutoff season because it was like July. We had the the rain, then the smoke, smoke. and then yeah. we had vacation. Then I was in Colorado for a week. Like, yep. I, it was like a, almost a five week period. I wasn't out there. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, a busy summer for sure. It so, went by fast. Did we have two weeks with the with the smoke delay? No, because the second week was Fourth of July. Oh, okay, so we uh, we got lucky. It would have right. been it would have been two though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was oh, still yeah, really Fourth of July threw that in there too. Fourth yeah. of July was uh, super smoky still all yeah. through that week. That was nuts. But the last yeah. night, super blue moon. Yes, we had the that super was beautiful, yep. super yep. blue. Um, so, so like the we last night, we always that. we run it like shorter because they do like a like a 
potluck type thing afterwards and we're all hanging out and whatever and the sun's starting to go down earlier which is great because we hung out there shit we were there till like 10 30 or whatever just yeah, it was, we, we wandered over to the parking lot and we were looking at the super blue moon and it, it was a great night of viewing got some good photos really nice night good photos good company it was a good was time. Good, good time. We had photos on top of photos. Oh, it was, there yeah. was a there was a photo. Double oh yeah, yeah. Times yeah. F- four, I think. Gallery. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was fantastic. That that was a very eclipse-like event in some ways. I think you and I spoke on that, David. Yeah. That there was something about that experience with that group that felt like it did when we were at the eclipse because you're looking at something that you don't see very often. People think like the super blue moon, and this specific one. Uh, it was super rare. I mean, in terms of the ratio of size and brightness, yeah, it was a spotlight in the in the sky. Show so, was, but it, it was like a like a parking lot light was on. I mean, it lit up that whole field that we sit in. It was cool. It, it was, was cool. it was a cool night uh, with good company and a, a, what a perfect way to tail off the Grattan season. I mean, yeah, it was. It really it was, was. It was special. <laughs> we had quite a few underbergs that night. We did. Yeah, did. that was. Uh, Brian was a. Um, he was enjoying himself. He was. He had some underbergs and some fireballs, I think. Yep. The director sportif yeah. was, uh, he, he, Which he had deserves. a proper I celib- mean, celebration. He puts right. on a hell of a series for us. Mm-hmm. He deserves to cut loose and oh, yeah. enjoy that night. I loved seeing it, to be honest. Yeah, it was great. The, uh, the, the raffle at the end of the year, though, once again, I was like dead last in the raffle. <laughs> but thankfully, the, uh, the team director called my number out. We, I was shouting him my number, and he... He uh, he helped a brother out. I got a little souvenir to go. I got a What'd little, you get? A little Vi thirteen uh, T shirt. Oh, oh yeah, so nice. Represent. Uh, so Matt and I got a little something something too. <laughs> yeah, what did you get? Courtesy of Jeremiah from oh, me. Oh anyway. Yeah. Well, I you did Carl. the trade off, right? Carl Carl grabbed me the whiskey first, and everything oh. after that was a, just a. It was just a dream come true. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so what what did you pull for me? Tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So once I uh, acquired the whiskey and, and mission was complete. Yes. Uh, my number was called, and I sprinted up there and located uh, a Evil Knievel kit. Yes. It was large on top, which my gun show can certainly handle, but the uh, the large bibs <laughs> in the bottom, I don't fill those out, Nathaniel. So I then transitioned that over to you. Yes. So I'm, I'm rocking Evil Knievel for Underground Man. I, so I tried that kit on, and I love I love Vi-13, but I feel like I need my warning. <laughs> For underground man, <laughs> which is which is a testament to the warning. Yes, I mean, it's yeah. the best. It's it's that good that I don't know if I want to wear any other kits. Will but you we'll do have us to see. the honors, yes. Jeremiah? Oh, Real. Jeremiah's gonna read it for us. Roll in tonight's beer. Uh, we have a couple space beers, three in fact, that we'll uh, try across the first and you second half. Bifocals there, old man. Well, no, Nathaniel. Actually, when you read this, it's, and, uh, uh, it's and a I'm, bit tricky. Yeah, and I might have yeah. and it kind of messes with your mind just a little bit. Mirror universe. Right, it's a hazy I'm, idea. I'm dyslexic, so I can read it. Yeah, but that right there, then I was like, I had to read it backwards, and I'm. Yeah, that is that's creative print, though. Yeah, and I and I yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. What you got? Read it to well, us. Well, it's a hazy IPA, just for the record. You got a, a hazy IPA brewed with lots. Oh, excuse me, with oats. I can't see in the light. Oats, wheat, barley, and too many hops. Oh, too many. 7.0% Buckle up, kids. That's right, on, that's right on the rails, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. that's that's like a two-hearted. I mean, yeah. uh, mirror. 
I would recommend that you stare at that that label a little bit. Mirror, I give mirror definitely, on definitely the wall. Let me take a peek. Let Who me take is a peek. The top dog so of them all. <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, that's uh, that is that's very int- that's a it's like a um. In Star Wars, when they go into warp speed, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. That's the that's the can. That's, that's what the the uh, graphic kind of looks like too. Is like streaking stars. You go ahead yeah. and crack that in front of yeah. your. Uh, yeah, put it up there. Hey, who's it by? Who's it from? Who's it Jeremiah, from? That, we have give to him teach some. You give him some cred. Throw some cred on their name. Also, can you rotate your your mics a little bit? Hey, just take care of me over here. There. That you is. All right, who, we got it right here, I think, right? You're going to have to read that. All right, okay, gotcha. It is small, it is small. By the way, when you hit 48, oh, downhill. Oh, yeah. they also have that in mirror writing as well. I, it, that is, that's tricky, that's tricky. <laughs> I was going to take a picture um, of it no blow excuses. it up. Fair State Brewing Cooperative. Fair State, like Michigan? No, Fair, oh. Fair State. So right. I don't. I, yeah. it doesn't really no. Doesn't really say. Oh, there it is, Minneapolis, Minnesota. There was a rubber double. Oh, I... I there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Five minutes it lasted. Are you a rapper? The man said you Hazy. are. You conceited bastard. So what else we got going on this month while Matt pours? We got a lot going. Well, um, what do we want to get into first? Yeah, we we do have. Uh, what Sit. if what if we touch on our announcement? I, I think yeah, this I think is so. the perfect time as Matt pours a beer. David, yeah. why don't you do the honors? Me? Talk to us about it. Yeah. Um. Well, I am proud to announce on behalf of Eclipse on Tap, Space Beer Podcast. And Underberg. And Underberg. And? And Speciation. Thank you. Artisan Ales. That we have a collaboration beer coming out at the end of this month on the 29th. Yeah. That we have worked alongside all three groups cohesively. It was definitely a collaborative effort. Oh, yeah. Uh, cross-functional effort, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we did, uh, we assisted with the bottling yes. not too long ago. And on top of that, we're going to help out with the labeling. The label is... And the waxing. And the waxing. And, the waxing. Yeah. and uh, the, if you, if you want to check out the label, head on to the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, Speciation. Speciation. Speciation's Instagram blew up with oh, that yeah. post. Yeah, it did. It, so, it, it exploded. I'll cheers to that announcement. Yeah. Yes, cheers. Right that, cheers. That's going to be fun. Hey, so, before we even toasted this, we got to bring up the fact that one of the goals, when we talked about at our year-end, uh, what Meeting. were the goals mm-hmm. for this this podcast and what we were going to accomplish, one of them was a collaboration beer. Yeah. And that, we made that happen. It was like the pipe dream, though. I think yeah. one of the, it was like we had talked about doing more co- collabs in general. Yes. But this one, uh, yeah, it, it was a dream come true. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's on Friday the 29th from 4 to 8 p.m. at Speciation. Be there yes. for the release. So I got a couple of questions for you, beer aficionados, since you are part of the elite crew over is it, there. Is it, do you want to save it for after the toast? Let's, yeah, cheers. Oh, if you'd like me to. I yeah, would also yeah, like to toast, too, because one of the other goals we had as a team was to get Jeremiah's first top 15. So I want to cheers oh, to yeah. that. <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers. 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 Hey. Cheers, Jeremiah. 15 out of 17 still counts. That's hazy. That mm. is a real hazy. Oh, it tastes like M43, honestly. It, it does. does. Yeah, it's a lot like M43. Very similar. Yeah. But yeah all right. So but anyway, this beer, yeah, go, go ahead. Ask your questions. Yeah, so, I mean, as when I hear Underberg and I hear Speciation C and beer, and you're kind of underbrew, mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> so I'm just curious, were you guys part of the, with the when you, der- like the derivative of the, the flavors, do you add more or less? I mean, were you guys part of that? I no. mean, how do you do that? No, no. so under, 
uh, speciation has uh, one of their recipes is kind of a standard. They've got like, and then there's only six people worldwide that know the the recipe to Underberg. So, but you you know what some of them are like when, yeah, right. when you taste them, you just you know like you know it's got some cinnamon, it's got yeah. some yeah blah 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 like you. So we used what is a very well known taste within Underberg, and um, they brewed it with I think four of the ingredients. Was it? Um, no, it was like uh, I think it was like ten or something. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, ten. Yeah, but they put it in like a little tea bag. And then they yeah they use they, it while it was while the saison was brewing they just like let it like I mean are you allowed to talk about this you guys are yeah. under an oh, yeah, NDA. yeah 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 no, no, no NDAs. NDAs. it's been announced we're not okay. under oath yeah. no, no NDAs about the no. uh, okay I mean you can you can kind of figure out the the tastes of Underberg but there's only six people that know the exact recipe and like quantities and the right. way that this beer we got a chance to to sample it and I think it's this is well worth saying to hype up the event even more. Because uh, it's not only a cool collab, it is a good beer. Um, Speciations Saison with this added flair. We got to sample it when we bottled and it was still uh, not the finished product where it wasn't as carbonated as you'd get at the yeah. end, but it tasted it tasted good. It had the a little characteristic flavor from Underberg at the front end and it faded right away into like the tart Saison. Yeah. Um, it was really good. And they... So. I don't, I don't know what the final ABV is on it, but they were saying it's going to be somewhere between like five and a half and seven, seven I think, yeah, yeah. or five and a half and six and a half, like in that range. So it's not going to be like a super heavy beer, but it was, it was very drinkable. And, and now that you're talking about like a flat beer, uh, like it wasn't, it, didn't it, have it the time yet. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. It didn't the have time the age. To, um, yeah. So how do they choose a saison? I mean, rather than a pilsner or a lager or a IPA. Well, that's what the creative minds at speciation just say. Like, all right, we know what kind of flavors we're going to add to this. (laughs) Yep. What would be the best base to use with it? Right to start. Yeah, they're masters over there, Uh, and we were. That was cool to see in some ways because it's a place that's so well renowned. Speciation. Mm -hmm. I mean, like statewide and beyond. It's a. It is a true. Um, art sometimes the beers that they come up with and he just trusting him to be like yeah this is the base yeah so it's gonna one, be good one thing we have to remember to do with this because i plan on buying like w- there's quite a bit of beer there's there's a number of um it is just uh, distributing though yeah but there's a number of kegs and there's also a number of um cases mm-hmm. a bunch of cases we definitely need to send at least a bottle out to john harris yes and yep. just like have him give his opinion of it oh his yeah expert be, opinion. it'd be great yeah john harris a legend he'd love it and there's been like there's buzz about it you like like you said it it got a lot of uh, traction on social and um i've even had a funny interaction that i've set up to everyone but at a restaurant locally talking to some uh, a bartender there about underberg and um he said did you know that they're making a, a beer and i was like that's awesome because <laughs> yeah. that's yes, us. Yes, I that is. Uh, we're fact. a part of that project, and um, that was that was a pretty cool thing that someone that I didn't know could you know say that. So, well, if the if the actual uh, tap handle was a, a bottle, oh, that'd be bottle, sick. That'd, that'd be, be yeah. Sick. Oh, that would be dope. <laughs> the one thing that we won't say, and I think this would be perfect not to spoil the whole thing. We've definitely extended the tease, right? Like, but we shouldn't talk about what it w- actually quite look like. We see yeah. the label, but the actual finished product. We'll keep yeah. that under wraps. Yeah. 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 Till release day. September 29th. I get wraps. you. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, September 29th, yes. mark your yeah. calendar, 4 to 8. 4 to 8 p.m. Yes. Release party. Speciation Nails on Wealthy Street. 
that is um, something that we, I mean, it's going to be a highlight for sure. It's going to be just the best. Underberg's going to be there for it. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. I mean, this is this is literally like one of the major goals of this podcast coming true. Yeah. Like, to see our logo yeah. on a thing of beer uh, out in public is pretty sweet. Because when we started it, and, that, and the whole beer thing, I think... It was an evolution early on back when it was just David and I, we were just like, Oh, let's drink a space themed beer. We started to kind of catch on to like this whole trend of space beers. So it, it felt like a parallel, like we could add it into the podcast yeah. easily. So your logo is going to be on it. That's what you just said. Oh, yeah. Well, the original oh, yeah. logo, whoop, whoop. the OG logo, <laughs> the OG right logo. I love it. All. We should, but like, we should do some merch with that on there. Yeah. That, cool. That's a classic logo. You should. It's sick. Um, another, yeah. another big thing coming up though, uh, not to like totally switch topics is underground man mm-hmm. where we will be consuming a lot of Underberg <laughs> yes. to get us through the first half, the second half, the third half and the fourth half of what we're doing <laughs> and underbrew yeah. and underbrew by that time. Yeah. Have a yeah. case of oh, that. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll have it there. Won't we? Yeah. It'll still be nice oh, and shit. fresh too. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, I mean, the, the course itself is uh, very much what you'd expect. Uh, same as it always has been. Maybe a few more residents in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like yeah. for those that ride the underground, and we're, we're talking to a very small part of our audience here, one thing to keep in mind with this, this course is we only, uh, you can ride all sorts of trail out there. We only use the stuff that we've curated. Yeah, it's a proper the, trail. Like yes. it's not, it, it's well-ridden. The rest of it, the rest of it is, you know, maybe we have worked on some of it and there's, there's other parts that, uh, there is a, there's a new hairpin. It it reminds me of, uh, spa (laughs) Francochas, but you're taking a left instead of a right, the hairpin turn. So, um, there's a hairpin down by, it's like brand new. It's, it's kind of just like a, a loop. But um, it's down by like the the bus stop area. Okay. Kind of down by Kalamazoo. Threading the needles. It's, it's down. Yeah, you do kind of like pass by threading the needles, but you can hop easily. It's like the the route that I went. Yeah, you go straight instead of veer left. And you I'm I'm not opposed to adding that because it adds a little bit of a, a a squiggly little uphill, and then you kind of like loop back down into what we usually do. Okay. That is, and it's in between the shitty part, right? Yeah. It's not. And you don't deeper. even go into that that crap that where it's like windy and shitty. Talking. So yeah. I'm not opposed to adding that little tidbit on and then we it. could take out the part where you cross over well, yeah yeah you should have shown up when matt and i worked on the trail <laughs> yeah <laughs> that back part though uh, i just I was the, busy though logs, when so. when you see the hill or when sorry when you went straight and i went left i i kind of looked back and typically you lose sight of the person quickly because they go deeper down into kalamazoo corner there mm. and get into that so windy we'll flat it. stuff kalamazoo corner but, corner. but you don't actually go too far away from that big this is right before that uh big left hand hairpin on the action on the original course yeah. that was we had to dig out further yeah it's and there's a bit of elevation there yeah, about. yeah. But it's cool like i saw a guy riding it the other day and uh he was like yeah, it was interesting I, I was like didn't know that was there so yeah we'll have to do a little survey planning for october 7th saturday tr3 you're gonna be there Man. I sure am, but I'm I'm OG. I only follow the trails that we build. That's right. Yeah, That's OG. Right. Same OG. here. I've I've tested out the stuff that that the kids have built, but it's just doesn't have any. Some of the back stuff is too windy. Try the Kazu Corner, and it, I tell you, it'll make <laughs> you 
rethink that. All right. All right. It's not that bad. I'm open. I have I an open it. mind. I gotta try it. I did it. It's not that bad. It's kind of fun. I'm gonna right. try it uh, when I ride it this week. I think I've yeah. done. I did underground. So uh, you're saying this times. is gonna be like a longer version of underground, man? It like just, it thirty point no, two miles. It doesn't. It adds like not even that much. Well, on. and if you take away the crossover, it's a nice balance because we we might need to if we get the people we're going to try to limit the the late the race uh ride sorry um to 40 riders because at a certain point the trails capacity it just the snake starts eating the its tail you know and then you get people yeah. all over the woods the crossover at the very beginning yeah so yeah. if you just gets, gotta yell at that jackass in front of you get the fuck out of my way <laughs> oh that's that's part of the fun that's like a, a crash up derby like figure eight yeah, oh, it is. I think we should rethink the start, too, and have it be like old school Lamar, where the guys had to like run across. <laughs> you got to run a half bikes. a lap to get your bike. <laughs> <laughs> to get your bike. And then you... And you have to chug a beer before you can get on it. it. Would, yeah. It's like this mass start at, un, at underground. It's like... It's a little bit... Uh, well, but like we've, we've... Trying we've, to push out a, a, a turd that's too big for the shoot. Okay. Yes. But we've always just done like a parade lap, the first lap, and Visual. then... Then it's like, okay, now whoever wants to ride at a high pace can go. Like last year, Keegan went balls to the wall. Yeah, like all out. And I got I got stuck. I took my time, and I, I was like way behind. So I got a story about Underground Man from today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. So um, the kids have, you know, their, their ski equipment. We get through Boyne Mountain Sports. And so we go over there for their annual, like, swap out, get resized, and they, like, take their height and their weight and whatever and figure out best ski and size them for boots and everything. So I'm talking to this guy and, uh, that's, that's kind of fitting them. And I don't even know how it came up, but he was like, yeah, I've been racing all summer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, what kind of racing do you do? Um, and he's like, Oh, I've been doing marathon, uh, gravel and marathon mountain bike stuff. And then I noticed that he's got an or to shore t-shirt on. We get talking and he's done lumberjack and a number of different things and uh i'm getting ready to leave and um i don't know how it came up but he he rides for a team that we all have in common that we used to ride for and uh he's like yeah it's been a great group blah blah, blah. i'm like oh yeah you know used to be affiliated and uh we're doing this this kind of new team eclipse on tap he's like oh you're eclipse on tap oh cool uh do you know about <laughs> oh, <cute>. <laughs> do you know about underground man <laughs> like uh yeah yeah it's kind of my brainchild <laughs> uh so but anyhow uh nate michael i think is his name yeah cheers to him He's yeah gonna so come nate out. michael if you ever listen to this uh you know thanks for fitting my kids for skis and um we'll see you we'll see you at underground man but i was like oh my gosh people are like and i've i've run into that a couple times this year where we were at gratton and people would be like or i'd, I'd see people out on a ride and like hey wait, when's underground man and it's yeah. like uh that was like this like joke of an event yeah. we put on during <laughs> we're, COVID. We're, somebody asked that we're like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Like you're at, you want to know, you want yeah. to know. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I, I noticed that the, uh, Barry Rebay fall fondo is on Sunday, the eighth. Oh, and I was like, did they switch the date? Because <laughs> cause they knew underground. We don't, we don't yeah. want to disrupt. We don't want to uh, conflict with, uh, I thought, yeah. I thought it was weird that it was on a Sunday, the fall fondo. <laughs> uh, by the way, the legendary Jeff Kuiper, yeah. He took the day off, and he plans on racing the Muddy. Oh, no shit. That's what he told me. No shit. He plans on racing oh, what? Jefe. The what? Underground, man. Oh, hell yeah. That's All right. All right, Gioff. I'm going to be an honor to have you uh, out in the hills of the underground. It's like the Irish hills, yeah. but the hills of the underground. Jeremiah, it's, what's what's new with you? Yeah, tell us. 
What's oh, going on? <clears throat> What's new with me today? Well, you know, uh, I went up and rode the, the dragon today. Mm. Noego is really flowy mountain bike trail and, and right by the Hardy Dam. Uh, ben Blake, a.k.a. Haas, Haas and I went up and rode it. Mm-hmm. It was 38 miles of, of joy. Kind of flowed up and down and around. You I mean, a it, perfect it was, day for it. It was magical. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah. It was definitely one of my roses for today. It's so one I, of the tourist yeah. sites more or less for mountain biking now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. For yeah. Michigan. Well, speaking of Kuipers, Brian Kuiper uh, has a place that you can rent that's mm-hmm. like backs up, I think, to the trail. Uh, he's got some the acreage or whatever. Cabin so or like if you're looking to go into that area, uh, you know, for a weekend of riding, because like you said, it's it's like close to 50 miles now. Yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. Is it an out and back or is it just like no, a, it goes it a loop? the whole way around All the, the way Hardy around. Dam. Oh, okay. We, uh, you know, one thing, one other thing, I don't know if we want to save it for second half, but we can talk about uh, Nolan too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. Right, real quick. We'll get into it real quick. And then well, we, we still make... got time for the first half. Too. Right. Yeah, right, transition right, yeah. into some space stuff and then we'll uh, fade into the, into the half. But so, yeah, for now. So this weekend, Jeremiah can tell us a story, but he was down at Lord of the Springs, which is an awesome mountain bike race at Yankee Springs area. So yeah. this is Yankee Springs is a, like a, a big county park area south of town for us. But that's the largest gravel race in the country. I think still is Barry Roubaix. Yeah. So that's a, a spring event. Lord of the Springs also goes through Yankee Springs, Lord of the Springs. Uh, and so it's part gravel, part mountain bike, single track through the Yankee Springs Trail, correct? Correct. Okay. Like Arcadia. So yeah. how many people did you have out there? How was the event? Oh, the event was awesome. Um, I think that I, quantity, probably three to 400 came up, 500. They it's didn't getting bigger. Summer. Yeah, it's getting bigger. Yeah. It's growing. It's growing. They have a 19-mile event and a 37-mile event. And um, they actually, they kind of waved this this year, put us in waves, wave one, two of the 37, then they went wave one off of the 19. And they kind of, they, they definitely got more pragmatic and, and smarter about there. Cause it used to be one time mass start, go. And it was like 300 people attacking this hill. And it was, you know, that's how Barry honest. was when I first started doing it. It was, it was a shit show. Yeah. Mm. It was like 300 people at Barry. Mm-hmm. And now you look at it and it's 3,500 or whatever it is. It's crazy. They did yeah. waves for uh, Arcadia this year too. But anyhow, so you do this race. Who wins it? So, you know, I, I must give this guy some credit, too. So before the race took off, this, this nice gentleman rolls up, and I've got my uh, EOT kit out, and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm, I'm Nolan. And I'm like, hey, Nolan. Then I'm like, oh, hey, you know. And uh, this he's very humble, nice gentleman. I mean, he didn't know who I was. I mean, he just rolled and said hello because I had the kid on, which is always nice of uh, the brethren, you know, in, yeah. in the cycling community. So he, and so, then so the, just to back up a little bit, yeah. Nolan uh, and Jordan rode together a bunch because they both yep. live in Holland. So yep. he, he saw the EO ticket. He knew who we were. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't say his last name yet, but you can yeah. go ahead. He, so... And also, Jeremiah's like our Steve Eiserman. Yeah. Uh, he's like the GM. The captain. So yeah. The captain. People see him, and they're like, okay, I need to work on my contract. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. right. We talked yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 And the, the, this gentleman is, uh, Nolan Vanderzag is very, very uh, kind of low-key, very humble kid, you know? Yeah. And I call him a kid because he could probably be my kid, uh, meaning age-wise. Clearly not. He's much faster than me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, he, he's very humble. I'm like, you've been riding? Yeah, a little bit, you know? Not much, you know? putting some miles on you and Jordan. Oh yeah, me and Jordan, we ride that you know, Tuesday night Velo ride. And he was like kind of talking about it. And you're like, okay, well, very humble, nice guy. Yeah. My good luck, good luck. Well, so I come in from the race and I uh, I think I finished like 37th overall. 
Respectable. Yeah. Let's give it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Thank you. That's Come good. On. Thank you. That's fantastic. That's good. Top 10 in your age, right? Well, the ironic part is that I, I finished that, that 37, 38. I forget the number. Don't quote me. But I was ninth in my age group. There's not like literally 10% of the of the fast guys. Actually, sorry, 10 out of them, whatever the math is. A lot of us, 25%, excuse me, of the fast guys were in my age group. So it's old what, guys. What we're is your fast. age group? Uh, 45 to 48, I believe. 40, well, 50, I think, technically. Oh. I'm 48. Old balls and shit. Shit. You're getting into that like second tier masters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 48, man. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Legit master. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You it's not start, like the 35 plus man. But anyhow, <laughs> I could probably take testosterone. They wouldn't even catch it. You know? So I, I feel like so no one, <laughs> 35 plus isn't even really like no, masters. No one wins no. the thing. You throw them an EOT t-shirt. Yeah, I gave him literally gave him a shirt off my back. I'm like, bro, you got you got to wear something. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, you know, no problem. I mean, he was very. He was like, hell yeah, yeah. So That's he awesome. went up there and I gave him the sh- literally shirt off my back. He got some pictures and uh, we all won. And so Nolan Vanderswag, welcome to the crew. Yeah, and he's a. Um, very talented cyclist. Oh, he's been a, top 10 yeah. at Iceman. Yeah. Like we have such a good crew of people. And, and this Wednesday we experienced it again. Like the four of us went out and mountain biked, had some beers afterwards, great conversation, just hanging out. Like yeah. we've, we've got a great crew. Yeah. It's, Very it's, thankful um, for it. do. Yeah. Eclipse on tap. Uh, the, the, the cycling cheers, summer boys. season is transitioning into the fall. So we'll cheers to that. And yeah. we'll dedicate the, uh, yeah. the half to that because Jeremiah's on board. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's a great place to segue into our half too, because in the second half, we've got a bunch of space stuff. And going we need on. some bergs down the hatch. A bunch of space stuff I do. too. We do have space. And stuff. we do have bergs and that's what we'll do. We'll, uh, segue into some bergs. The Berg break sponsored by Underberg. This podcast is presented by Underberg. They're the best. If you haven't already heard us just absolutely shedding rave raving yeah yes. just raving about this product you'd have to have try a it. chub about bergs <laughs> yeah that's us so um yeah have a berg with us for the berg break and we'll see you in the second half cheers 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 this episode of eclipse on tap is brought to you by underberg the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Welcome back from the break. The Berg Break, sponsored by Underberg. After a good meal, to feel bright and alert, this beautiful little brown bottle with a green cap. Put them up and let them percolate, bitches. Let's get them a clank. Let it percolate. (laughs) (laughs) Underberg swords. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm, On ice is so good. That one bit. Mm. Thanks for putting them on the ice. That was nice. On ice is so good. If you... um, if you're someone that drinks Underberg in the quantity that we do, which is like almost like a, a lot, um, <laughs> it's no longer medicinal. The you have um, a problem. The uh, the the iced is a really nice touch. 
It's like when you, you know, it's like a preference. When if you, you go to a, speciation, ask for it out of the fridge. Yeah, they, they've got it. Because they keep it in the fridge. Yeah, that's the secret. Yeah, it is It is really good. We have learned about Underberg from speciation, and we learned that trick as well. So yes. that's a cheers to speciation artisan ales. Yes. They are the true, I mean, they. we wouldn't be, we, we wouldn't have anything with Underberg if it wasn't for speciation ales. Yeah. Yeah. This is and true. now we brought the whole party together and that's that's what is so rewarding i think for for us is that we were able to facilitate a relationship between speciation and underberg that they that speciation like dreamt of doing yeah this is like a big deal for them oh, and yeah. I, I love it it's really fun to have um and our underberg's all all about it oh yeah it's a big deal for us too absolutely I mean, yeah. and that's what i'm saying is it's like this we're everybody's fitting it in our tight schedule david <laughs> yeah that's why we had to do it on a friday and not a no, I'm just kidding. No, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. But uh, Jeremiah's got a story to he, share with us. He's yeah, got a story for this weekend. In, to get yeah, into where some, are you going uh, this weekend? Oh, space talk. Space Jeremiah, talk. do you have any uh, pilgrimage set up in the next 24 hours? Uh, I do. And we are taking a pilgrimage in the Tesla. We're, we're going to save the Earth. Oh. And uh, Good for you. One mile at a time. Right. Saving the Earth. So Just we are mining that lithium. We are heading. It's going to yeah, be a exactly. quiet car drive. <laughs> Besides that, I mean, <laughs> it's always a roundup. Sorry. Love you, Elon. Mm. <laughs> I know you're a listener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so during our pilgrimage, we're heading down to the annual Schumann Wiener Roast in Wapakoneta, Ohio, which is the uh, birth home and the, of the legendary, uh, I think he's some, something to do with space, isn't he? Neil Armstrong? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Didn't you say one of your family like graduated high school with him or it, like... Maybe not in the same class, but went to high school with him. Yeah, so actually, my aunt was in the same class, and she rode on like, I don't know, like homecoming court or something with him, or some kind of in kind of some kind of parade with him. So we're yeah, we're really? pretty, we're kind of a big deal. That's oh, amazing! Fuck. Holy cow! Yes. And um, Do you think you can get him on Eclipse on tap? R.I.P. But I mean, there's always. <laughs> so you're saying there's no in, not in a the chance. Afterlife. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. But by the way, when you when you get off on seventy five South at Wapakoneta, Ohio, you see like there's a memorial for him, <clears throat> and there's like a like a space looking um, uh, jet. I'm not sure what the usage of that particular piece was because it's got landing gear and kind of look at it like it's like not what you think it would be like a whatever. And also there's the moon right next to it. And it's got lights on it and stuff like the moon because obviously you know mm. his, his history. And when I was a kid growing up, we'd we'd leave him like. There's the moon. And, you, you <laughs> and then that I was thought the real it moon. was the real moon. Yeah. Now, when you're a kid, it's like, it's the moon. Did you not like look at the night sky? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, fucker. I thought it came back down and it sat right there and went back up. You know, I was a kid. It's right on the horizon. Right. Just looking so big. So I wonder if I that, thought it was a reflection. If that air, if the airplane vehicle that you're describing, I wonder, I don't is know it, this. Is it the one that he did that was like the orbital flight that he uh, it almost crashed like, oh he almost like he died was, that was he a, almost skimmed like a glorified, off the atmosphere yeah it was a glorified like air force jet that was like his legendary moment yeah that's when like that's kind of what put everyone was like yeah this is the guy this is he's our guy you know because he was able to survive that yeah i think it's that jet it's yeah, the black it's hawk a, or not the black hawk i don't even know but it's yeah at the we'll be- look it up so the movie first man yes the, the first scene of the movie it's that probably that plane I'll, I, we can maybe we can google yeah, it and, I, I will uh, i'll look it up um but that's cool though yeah it's like uh it's definitely uh, a cool thing i mean not many i can say rom from d with we don't have any uh 
other than you, Neil Armstrong. Other yeah. than you, D. Witt. Yeah. What Jeremiah, is um, two sport athlete? One of the Panthers. Three what is the Schumann um, three unity player. or the unity Wiener Fest entail? Well, just of uh, so we're some farmers from down there, by the way. Yeah, Hell yeah. And, like their whole street is like has our last name, and it's interesting because these farmers all drive Cadillacs and Teslas and shit. They've done well because they're they're all very land rich. But oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to sit around. We're going to have some hot dogs. We're going to have some brewskis. And um, there's a Schumann Street. No, it's 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 no, it's, it's not Schumann Boulevard. Armstrong Boulevard. Well, so a little bit of history there, just for a hot second, if you don't mind. So when my my grandfather, his dad, like gave his each kid like a, like a hundred acres. So the whole road left and right is filled with like our last name. Oh. And then ironically, my grandfather married my grandmother and she's on the other side of the street like a two miles down i mean this is like early like 1900s type deal yeah. they were born. the only people you meet are like within a two mile radius yeah and she literally you know that kind of stuff so yeah all good stuff but it's like the whole road is i'm related to him that's, so it's, it's kind of cool. cool that it's is cool. cool and neil armstrong and neil armstrong who who better than than neil himself that is that is pretty cool. Yeah. So you're gonna go uh, drive by the the moon and the the, the send po- photos. Yeah. Okay. Tag EOT in your your IG photos. I may even stop by and be acting like I'm a big deal. Is yeah. that a memorial there? You gotta wear your EOT shirt and be like, uh, do you know who the fuck we are? Right. I was on the podcast. EOTNN. Oh, speaking of EOTNN, we've got some things to talk about. We do, but before we do, I just yes. I did look it up. It is the um, the Douglas F5D Skylancer jet. Oh. Which is a developmental jet, a Skyray jet fighter High for the United jet. States Navy. Navy, yeah. And so went back when, if you look all the way back in Neil Armstrong's in initial early career, he was a test pilot for the Navy, and so he flew all these experimental planes, and that's what that one is. Cool, sweet yeah. plane. Yeah, it looks nice. Is, is that the one? Uh, similar, but it's 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 very maybe white, different paint job, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Well, enjoy your trip. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, as we segue into more space news, I'll introduce the second beer. I think this one's going to be um, an interesting one. And I think we'll leave this next one for the, for last because it sounds like it would be a good like last sip. Um, this is from Olafant Brewing. It's called Honey's Honey's Peanut Butter and Honey Golden Ale. I thought of John the Beekeeper. Right, do John, they, do they John use, the they use Michigan bees? You know, I wish they did because, uh, but unfortunately, they're from Wisconsin. So, Oliphant Brewing is in yeah, Somerset, too. Wisconsin. This one comes in at five point six percent ABV, Golden Ale brewed with honey and lactose with peanut butter. We'll see what it tastes did like. You peanut say, butter. Did you say lactose? Yeah, so it's got okay. some creaminess. Got it. Um, the can is what I would describe as trippy. Uh, it has a galaxy-looking. Kind of uh, where that weird vibe. Uh, Somerset, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You have Wisco. a peanut butter sandwich, Home like doing some crazy like mind waves with an alien looking thing. Um, it's it's a wild can. So, but it's very spacey. And cheers to uh, Olafant Brewing. Here's the crack. Mm. Oh, you got me nice with that crack. splash. You got me on the forehead. Look at my forehead. You got me. Nailed it. I I meant to do that. Yeah. He hit you right between the All right. Right, right between the eyes. Can we get into EOTNN? A little bit on the top there. Yes, we can. EOTNN. EOTNN. Reporting to you live from Pub 39A. What we do you got have? a little bit of news. What do you have for us, Nathan? <laughs> well, out here in the field. Um, we do have some news, though. NASA 
had a live stream, which our uh, team director, Brian Obermeyer, clued us all into, but a, a live stream discussing UAPs or UFOs, as we call them. Uh, and the fact that they do have a program that tracks them. Uh, they didn't go into much detail as far as like what they've seen or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't anything new groundbreaking, but it was an acknowledgement from NASA that they have a program that tracks UAPs, UFOs. Which is a step because previously it was just like this Pentagon information that was like the government in general has a program, but then it's like NASA specifically, which I mean, you probably could draw that line, but it's still, yeah, it's still, it's more information than we had. Yeah. I tuned into like the second half of the the conversation and it was like, you know, they, they were asking about like the stuff that the Pentagon has released and like the military's released, uh, regarding, you know, these, these things these orbs that they've encountered and these different things that they've seen like from military ships but it it wasn't like groundbreaking in that like oh yeah nasa like you you can tell there's de- it's definitely like a a, a dark ops mm-hmm. you know program within the military that is is actually working on these if in fact we have them which i think we do what's your jeremiah? what's your take jeremiah what is your take on let's yeah let's go two steps back for a second and hear what is your take on all of this happening uh, of recent months and years? Can we even go one step further back real quick and just mm-hmm. get his take on the ti- Titan submarine and now yes. UFOs or yes. UAPs? Both oh. sensational stories. Oh. Oh. Welcome to the fold. Right. Yeah. The let's, hear the, let's go. Yeah. Let's take another step well, back. Titan submarine. What's what, your thoughts on that? Titan submarine. So first of all, I want to make sure it's very clear. I'm, a, I'm an engineer by trait. So yeah, there's tolerances. There, there's all kinds of things that you get information on and you got to make some decisions sometimes. So here's the deal. I'm a big proponent of life is all about living, right? And doing things that others have not done, done some crazy shit. Like I can say I've done it. You haven't and earned it or paid for it or whatever it may be, experienced it, right? Life is a, a journey and whatnot. Going down to see the Titanic would be pretty freaking cool because you would say to a few of your buddies, I did this and and you didn't. It's like money can't, only a few can money can buy this, but money only a few can do it. 250K. I thought it was what, more than that. 250K. 250 is mm-hmm. what they charged. For a, for a trip down, yeah. Well, the interesting part about too, I want to be clear on that, I don't, uh, is the fact that maybe I already talked about this, but the CEO of that company went down with it. Oh yeah. Right. So he obviously believed in his product. Yeah. Oh yeah. And some of the studies that I understood are, and I don't, I'm not going to quote them all type deal, but I think he had information that said that sub couldn't go that far, but they did other, they did some, some testing though. And they did make it down once. Right. So they did they some made, testing. Made it twice or two, two, they made it down once. The second time they made it almost down, but they had to abort. And then the third time was this. So they literally, I mean, he had some information that said, yeah, there's a risk there. Yeah. Um, the glass on the on the front, which was rated for 1,500 meters. So this was only the, f- they were the only third try. To 4, the third try. Wow. The third I mean, try. They were, the I first mean, try, they made it the first time. The first time ever. But did, really. they, have, did they have people in it? Yeah. Wow. They had a fl- it was the exact same mission that they did, and they made it. But then the third time that they tried to do it, it or maybe what, it was what's one, your take I don't know on, about one and two. on their engineering? Of, wow. of the vessel. I mean, clearly there's always a tolerance, right? There's plus or minus everything when it comes to um, uh, engineering. The science is black and white. 
but when you when you push things to a certain levels we can do testing on them but it doesn't mean that every time you test it's the same you need to do like lots and studies and longevity then, testing well then you're gonna then you're gonna put it into statistical NASA analysis and say okay what this and this and it'll spit out a numbering saying it'll say we have a 95 percent confidence interval that it will work at this rate but if you want to go higher than that then you got to go less right it's like when when you des- when you design something for failure mode analysis, they call it like your bike will break under eighty newtons of, of force. But sometimes it's eighty five, sometimes it's seventy five, and we'll say it's rated to break no more than forty newtons. So then you don't just go grab it and, and push it, put it under sixty to eighty and test it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always you know especially when you're going on on. Again, it's it's untested things like they're going down, boom, going down to see the Titanic would be awesome, but it's it's I mean it's with risk there's reward, right? Well, and here's the thing too, like if you compare even just the visual identity of the Titan sub and and the way it was designed compared to the submarine that first discovered the Titanic in the late '80s and early '90s. Um, it just doesn't look finished. It doesn't look like it's well thought out. And there was some stuff that came out where he was um, cutting some costs by hiring like right out of college engineers, like these kids that were just driven, but they didn't have experience with working through the ranks of things. They they didn't have that time period where maybe they were doing some mechanical engineering for uh, HVAC company or whatever, right? Like they, they were just boom, right? So this very critical mission really i mean yeah yeah so if to answer your questions i mean would i go down on that hell no would i mean all right all right i mean pause there pause there would you rather go that far well i guess you can't even compare that far down to that far up because a plane goes much further up but uh would you rather leave the earth's atmosphere like on a, a a tourism some type of tourism flight or go down the bottom of the ocean oh if, I think, if both were proven sure sure oh no question i'd go north yeah same i mean yeah me too i don't know what it is because you're i mean it's just like the view gotta be a hell of a lot better i mean yeah that kind of depth all you see is just complete darkness you could discover you a new species something. you could discover an alien for all you, you could know discover right? like the lost city of atlantis you could uh, or you can go way top and you can see things that I mean, just from a different lens, it'd be absolutely phenomenal. Did I think I think that would change your life. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Earth's curvature. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that you would. Uh, I think you'd be in awe. I mean, there's no question. I would rather go north too. Um, did you see that they had like what they they can't confirm nor deny if it's true transcript from the sub going up to the the ship above, mm. but they had like pretty much like the whole. I saw something like they, they it, somebody released something. This is a, just, I have no like credibility here with what, what I'm saying, but somebody had released something that was the actual transcript. And apparently on the way down, they were descending way too quickly, but they were just like, yep, everything's good. Let's keep going. And mm-hmm. with the, the rate of descent was way too fast than it should have been. Yeah. So they actually like got down to the depth of the Titanic within like they were like 45 minutes early yeah almost an hour early or so and then they started hearing cracking from inside the the um hole yeah the hole is that right yeah um so they started they they immediately stopped got rid of 
like literally like the base of the sub mm. and had to like shake or rock the actual Titan back and forth. And this is all like in a transcript that you can read. And then they started going up, but the rate of ascent was way, way slower. Mm. And they weren't ascending very quickly. And then the alarm system or the, the um, system to let them know something wasn't right with the pressure mm-hmm. was going off. Oh, wow. It went away. The crackling went away. The cracking at the rear of the, I think the rear of the hull was, was, uh, was crackling. And then went away. Five minutes later or so, the crackling came back and the, and the, the messages from the ti- Titan sub were really short messages. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's come, like crackling's come back. It wasn't as detailed as it was before. And then shortly wow. after that, they tried pinging it and messaging him again, status update. Oh, shoot. And there was no response. So they I didn't know. They were on their way up? They were on their way up when it apparently... And this, this I is had no, no idea yeah, about this. So this just came out? This, no, so I... And, and I, I'm really bad at telling stories, so... Um, I'm really sorry if that was just a bunch of horse Mm-mm. crap. No, but I, I I'm I heavily intrigued. But so I I saw this on um, I saw it somewhere like posted on online, obviously. But um, and it's an unconfirmed transcript from the sub. But it's been like a lot of people are saying like this might actually be mm. legitimate. Um, but until the actual like, um, you know, investigators looking into the whole case, sure actually release an official transcript Mm -hmm. this is kind of just up in the air as to whether it's true or not but there's actually been like um a lot of people who believe that it is real because people have already seen the transcript like such as james cameron because they actually asked for his expertise on the matter Mm -hmm. he's a pro he um he said that they knew they were in trouble before it all went down it wasn't like a they were down there all of a sudden it's wild because it implosion. introduces a whole new... I mean, we. I feel like the initial impression was that it went down and they d- didn't even know any better. Like, it didn't even... It was yeah. just like, boom, over. But there was... Like, if that's that was, true, that's That was panic. my impression. Then there's, like, panic like and they, all. Did, they just got down and all of a sudden the thing implodes. And the timing... So, there's a guy that actually did an analysis of the timing of everything. Because there are actual... Um, time stamps that have been released as to when they lost contact. And it all matches up. Hmm. So I I don't know, but wow. you'll have to look into that. I, uh, for sure, somebody will have to look into that. That's, but, yeah, it's a crazy uh, situation, and you know who's actually um, somebody will have to look into that. A, <laughs> a very smart Not person, sensitive, but no, somebody and, probably should look into that. Well, no, and, and then in the in the same vein, like Gordon Telpin, a good friend of ours and a very smart individual, um, has been very critical of. Uh, Titan and posted a lot of inter- really interesting videos on his YouTube. Obviously, he's an Eclipse guru. That's his thing. But he's also quite interested in this and has done a lot of literature review and understands kind of what Jeremiah was describing from the engineering perspective and some of the pr- processes in which they were... Yeah, some Jer- of Jeremiah, you're smarter than I thought you were. The manufacturing malpractice, I, I think, is what I is uh, a, a, maybe a critical piece. Like, there's there's images of them using epoxy to glue the uh, titanium portion to the carbon portion in a warehouse that looks like an auto shop marketing tools yeah. or, or you know what I mean like it's just a warehouse and then you know you look at how they're building um, really intricate pieces like the James Webb Space Telescope and everyone's in like those suits because they don't want dust anywhere and it's yeah. like the whole thing right you'd expect that same level of uh, engineering but not the case not the case. It it yeah. It it's certainly a tragedy, but uh, 
the the more we've learned about it, the more it was eminent. Yeah, it, it was, was going to happen. It, was. it didn't matter, you know. But yeah. So Jeremiah, now that we've mm. peeled back that layer of the onion, go on. Can you get into uh, unidentified aerial phenomena? Yeah, definitely. When you were talking, I was thinking like Men in Black and all these goofy ass movies, you know, with aliens and goofy shit. But I'm, I'll be, you know, be kind of funny to look someday, look back at the movies they've created. You know, there's somewhere, there's somehow, there's something twisted inside that movie that we don't really understand. Like a picture of one of the UFO or some thing, matter, whatever. Maybe like UAP. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I can't be honest. I don't think I've ever seen one myself besides maybe some shooting stars. But maybe I have. I don't know it. Yeah. Well, I, I um, did. You guys see the the Mexican government yes. released photos of what they they are saying are fossilized um, alien remains from a mine or something. Was yeah. It? Yeah. I'm sorry, but if you look at that photo, though, that is a paper mache or it's like, so tiny too. Did you see how small it was? Well, no. the, the structure of the thing was just ridiculous. It's boxy. It literally looks like if someone had an eighth grade art project where they were like, "Yeah, I'm going to make a paper mache." It looks diorama. just like ET. It looks a, a paper mache ET is yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it like the head is like a this like weird like oval. Like it protrudes in like an oval manner. It's it's so weird, and it definitely <laughs> looks very cast, right? It's just yes. like in yeah. the, it's very square. Like, like when you sent that, I was like, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous now. Come on, <laughs> but folks. it was the it was the Mexican and government they, they that brought was it doing to it. Congress. So they they, yeah. were, they reviewed it. Like I think it was today or yesterday. They this, reviewed this it in Congress. This isn't just like <laughs> UFOs anonymous calling in like, oh, we got a UFO. This is the Mexican Congress <laughs> the, or Mexican government that or, was yeah, like, whatever yeah, yeah, like. We we have remains that we dug up in some like, you know, archaeological dig or whatever. And then I saw like the conspiracy theorists though that because a lot of people obviously saw the photo like us and were like, I saw one. It was like a joke where you know that show that um, Mila likes the cake show. What yeah. is it? Is it cake or whatever? Yeah, is it cake? Someone made like an is it like someone made that and it looked just like it and, it, and they just cut. They're like, oh, Mexican government learns that it's actually just a cake. Like, <laughs> so, um, but they, but then there was the conspiracy theorist folks that were like, no, just you wait till they, they show the DNA evidence from that thing. It's a mummified alien, blah, 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 blah. Like, it, there's just no I'm, way. And it I'm was sorry, so, it did not look like an it's literally like a this big. living life form at it's, all. It was laughable. It's I the size. It was a joke. It's the size of like a chocolate it bunny looked, you'd get in your like, Easter basket. Like <laughs> it looked like a, <laughs> it looked like a six year old science project. Yeah, like, it was. I'm gonna make an alien out of paper mache. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It just isn't isn't good. But Thanks. this is what we're talking about. Bro, Cephas, that's ridiculous. Look at what? this. Is that Slenderman? <laughs> yeah, that, that's no, no that's the Mexican, Mexican one. Oh, that that is a fifth graders paper mache project look at the look it's, it's terrible it's comical and it was in like a case of like velvet that's, that's put out by the mexican government like oh we have fossilized aliens i'm i'm baffled can by i that. see that again like <laughs> we've take dna samples. oh my gosh <laughs> look at the eyes the hips yeah, are, it's, it's the terrible. hips look like the like somebody yeah. put their fingers to sculpt it <laughs> yeah, yeah and like right. the abs like or like yeah. the ribs i mean yeah, they, they give just it take like, your two fingers and do this a couple of times and they'll have five ribs it's it's comical yeah it's terrible um but the government put that out and they have like, like a humidity sensor right yeah. here like make sure that it's like preserved and everything yeah <laughs> I'm so, maybe um 
maybe it is a fossil in terms of someone way in the past made uh learned what clay was and made a clay project <laughs> exactly in it's but it, not it's <laughs> not in any way like human or non-human dna though like, um as a quick aside what are we thinking of this beard anyway it's, it's good it's really good isn't it I, yeah. it's heavy it's got a honey it's, it's, it's got, got a honey flavor it tastes like on. a cream heavy. soda yeah it's really good it's very very uh tasty it's, it was drinkable no question yeah it makes me want to. Um, we should. We need to, our next collab with Speciation is going to be with Michigan Beco or something. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like do another yeah. one, um, kind of similar to what we're doing with Underbrew. Maybe Honey with some Saison. Michigan Ho. Yeah, Michigan Ho. Well, <laughs> Michigan Honey. <laughs> um, yeah, nice job, Olafant Brewing. That's a tasty beer from Somerset, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got some good beer. They do. Olefant. It's a pretty fun spot. I, I like Wisconsin yeah, way I better than I like other states that surround us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ohio and Indiana can suck it. Yeah, yeah. Same I know you're Illinois. going to Ohio tomorrow. But yeah, buddy. So, Jeremiah, you've never had a uh, UFO experience? I have not. I mean, I must say I have not have one. had one. Have I had whatever. And, um, yeah, no, I, I look forward to it potentially. Maybe. You know, okay, yeah. keep your eyes peeled. Do you literally. think they're here? I mean, I, do you think that, all right, maybe but, they're not here. Wait, do you babe. think, do you think other civilizations have visited either now or thousands of years ago? Because there are like, you know, the cave drawings of, of what looks to be like UFOs and beings in them. Do you think, do you think at any point earth has been visited by another civilization? Well, based on that, uh, you, that paper mache, I mean, I don't, I mean, kind of throws me off a little bit for the record, <laughs> but I mean, I, I it's, it does. I, it does. <laughs> yeah, it gives you a good chuckle. You know, I, I mean, we we see data, right? Data is in the cave drawings and all kinds of all kinds of goofy shit. So, but you know, that it came from somewhere, mm-hmm. and I don't think they had peyote or other things back there to make them hallucinate to the point. Maybe they did, but I mean, there's obviously data. That there's some. There's definitely driving some suspicion. Oh yeah, right. And then you start trying to put two and two together, and then you get, you know, you know of lots of different things going through your mind. Yeah, it, it's a it's wild, like, uh, wild thing. Yeah, it's like Pangea, you know? <laughs> it, it looks it broke it, apart. terrible. <laughs> look at that. It, it does not look like, I mean, it is E.T. Somebody right. tried to like That's create too, out of plaster. It's too manufactured. It, it's far too manufactured. Some eighth, is, like, the fact that they put that out is just embarrassing. Some eighth grader. Mexican government. Some eighth grader uh, at a local high school or at a local middle school had an uh, art project. They were going to go all in for. They were going to make E.T. It didn't work. So they buried it in the underground. We found it. We put, <laughs> thought it yeah. Then we've dated it we, and a bunch of other things. We should do an archaeological dig in the underground. <laughs> Although I'd be afraid of all needle. That would be a hilarious like meme of that, though, if we like did that and like documented well, it, at, <laughs> excavated essentially. <laughs> so, so uh, not that I have to further de- try to debunk this thing, but like, go on. They've got it in this like like perfectly like shoebox yeah they've got a shoebox and then they've got like little like underneath it there's more like fake clay and dust and all that kind of stuff underneath it well like, it was archaeological dig david like <laughs> show so some just, fucking respect all right i'm just gonna some, somebody had that I job i can't do it put some cred on I the paleontologist i can't do it all right anyway moving on what if we did that though we did like a paleo- paleontology like movie scene in the underground we're digging up the alien during underground man we'll have like the um who who, who is it dr uh what 
from Jurassic Park, the the guy that flies in. Oh yeah, the dude with the white beard. Oh yeah. No 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 the the dude with the like the the uh, cowboy hat on. Oh yeah, I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember the names. But we'll have him digging <laughs> while we race. <laughs> we could ha- we could dress up dad as that. <laughs> The uh, crazy thing is if we became like a Netflix documentary because as we were trying to pull this joke, we like found a body. <laughs> is it Dr. Grant? Grant? Dr. Grant. Dr. Yeah. Grant. Thank you. you. Will. Thank you. Good poll, David. Yes. Um, Sometimes I'm, I got it on top of my head. Most times not. Um, we do have uh, one more beer to, to try as well. And it is from, it's the only Michigan beer uh, that we have in the selection of the three tonight. So uh, I thought this one looked pretty Northern Lights- looking and jeremiah you were talking about northern lights yeah or or, or i like or aurora aurora borealis you yeah. like the scientific name yeah that's right you're an engineer so my parents are in iceland right now and they said seeing them there was like magical really iceland yeah. man yeah that i mean that's a premier destination for that <clears throat> people go probably to iceland for just that it was definitely on the bucket bucket list of that's items to to make sure they uh off that's awesome mm. are your are they big night sky watcher people in general like do they growing up and have you admitted your involvement to eclipse on tap <laughs> yeah uh actually they are you know and so nice thing about it, we have a cottage up north in the lake and the lake opens up you see just the, the most i mean it's great for stargazing mm-hmm. and etc because you have an open area yet to look kind of like remind me of Grattan the other night when we looked up the moon there's just nothing there because the raceway in the field and it was just like by yum yeah it's a, it's it's a different experience yeah but i would tell you you know from from my perspective, I don't want to go off riffing here for a second, off topic, but my my star that I always look up to and look for is Orion. Mm-hmm. And I always equate that to some other things in my life, and it's like the belt, and he was a great hunter. And, and if I believe he's actually killed by his nemesis, somebody with a scorpion in his bed and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The mythology behind it, yeah. Yes, yes. And he was a great white hunter in his belt and all kind of good stuff. So I actually really focus on that. Um, but every time I go outside when I was looking at other stars, I look at, I mean, the only thing I find is a big dipper. Mm-hmm. Nope. Then I figured out I'm peeing. Yeah. You're probably peeing looking up. Yes. And then, I, then I get confused and the small <laughs> dipper again and then the big dipper. And then I, I lose, I lose focus. Orion's yeah. belt is, uh, a pretty striking constellation for sure. Three, three stars in like a perfect line yep. and very symmetrical from one another. Uh, and that's a that's a, se- a hem- hemisphere based one, right? Seasonal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you, know, you really see it like when you in, in the winter time, in the morning, I always catch it. Yeah. We're well, not always, but it gets it's actually it's there. pretty cool. It's, it's up there. there. It's up there in the sky. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Something's up um, pretty early in the morning, like at around six a.m. I was up this morning, and uh, I don't know if it's Jupiter or what, but it's really bright. Um, Saturn was the night of the super blue moon. Saturn was out. So I wonder yeah. if the Saturn's coming back in. It could be. Could be. I'm not sure. Or maybe super bright. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, seeing the night sky, seeing a planet in the night sky is is amazing. And uh we had the night sky event at Speciation Ales, which was our first experience with an event similar to what we'll have with them on the 29th of September coming up here uh with the Underbrew release. I would love to do that again though. Get yeah, the, we we definitely need to. That was that was like November of last year. Uh, it was late October. It was like it was the October 18th or something like that. Like okay. something in that late yeah. October range. And, uh, I four to eight is the, is the event for underbrew. 
Um, and I think if I remember right, Mitch said they have a band coming in because they do a lot of bands, a right. lot of live music. So they have, a, correctly. they have a, yeah, I recall correctly. They have a uh, band coming in that night. So might not be a good night. Although we could just do it too. People come I mean, from, from the band and look at yeah. the scopes. That would be yeah. Actually, what am I saying? Let's, yeah, let's do Listen it. Listen to the music, take in the stars. <laughs> yeah. Take get, a break from the music. Get the scope out. Yeah, we got to get the scopes back out. Got to get that six inch back out. Uh, the new one that you got. Yep. Um, I'd love to. I mean that that would be premiere for speciation, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, as far as size and everything. Oh, perfect. It's uh. Oh that, yeah. That's a scope. That's a scope. But we've got one more beer. Let's get this one. Uh, Crack it. You I, want me to do yeah, this go one? For, go for it. All right. It. Go what ahead. Do we got? What do we got? What do we got? You can do it. Jolly pumpkin. Kiviuk. 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 K I V I U. That's hooked on phonics, folks. Nice. Kivuk. Kivuk. Kivik. I don't know. I don't know. It's blackberry and lime. 6% ABV. Made by. See if we get it. I just said Jolly Pumpkin. Out of Dexter, Michigan, right? Brewed and packaged by Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales, Dexter, Michigan. Um, do we have any kind of? They're on the west side, there? aren't they? Yeah, they've got uh, a location on Bridge Street. Fun time, a right. oh, great beer beers yeah. over there. Listen up, listen up. Yeah. Good pizza. Uh, rotating series ale with blackberries and lime added. Tart saison aged by or aged on key lime and blackberry. Berry packed and zesty with deep magenta hue. This is both satisfying and refreshing. Oak aged sour beer. Mm. Cheers and mahalo, plenty. Jollypumpkin.com. That's a that's a mouthful. Do we have a, we have a Jolly Pumpkin here? Yeah, yes, Bridge. Yeah, yep. It's a Dexter Ann Ar- or Dexter, Michigan is where it's originally. Ann Arbor, Michigan is where where they opened up their second location. But they actually have one here now and in Chicago. We've we've had a lot of Jolly Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but like when we get together for like a beer tasting, yeah, we do a lot of Jolly Pumpkins. Yeah, they, they 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 get a good variety of beers. They do. Crack it. Ooh, that was lovely. Very nice. Ooh, th- this is dark. This is dark purple. It's a uh, purple fruited saison, right? Jolly pumpkin. Yes. Let's take a take a sip. Hand them um, over. Yes. Oh man, I gotta hold on a second. Oh, I gotta chug it. You nursing? You can do it. Nursing major. You will. Meow. Solid. <laughs> Would have finished strong, kid. Um, the one, as we transition out of our... Um, Look at that color. Holy it's a, cow. It's a beautiful color. Maybe it's uh, more of a pink almost, right? Or I don't know. I'm colorblind. It's jolly pumpkin. Yeah, it is more of a pink. Jolly pumpkin cover. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, cheers. Let's try it out. Thanks, Jeremiah, for being on episode hey, 67. Yeah, cheers, boys. Thanks. Appreciate a lot of good, having me. A lot of good topics tonight. Yeah, definitely. We still got more. Sure do, Chip. That's good. I like that a lot. Ooh, that's like a that's like a species. That's kind. Of, I mean, Jolly Pumpkin. That's a sour. Is very much uh, known for their sours, just oh. like Speciation. It's like a. It, they remind me of a it, they, each other's beers, right? They kind of they both nail it. I like that a lot. It's good. I haven't found very many Jolly Pumpkin pumpkins that I don't like. No, the Bambier, which is like their farmhouse ale. Yeah. That that beer has a Amazing. little just a subtle tartness. It's damn good. I guess a good segue from our Aurora Borealis Northern Lights Space Talk. 
we can bring it back down again. That's Star like the theme. Ship. Starship, right? Yes. Rocket. Uh, they have the next one built completely. It is now stacked. They've got clearance. Almost. almost. They, almost. They, that's the one thing they're waiting on is the FAA to finally clear um, a couple of things. I think part of it was while well, we all saw it as a, a successful launch, right? Like the first edition, they launched it and it made it off the pad. It exploded in the air and it destroyed its own foundation we all kind of thought like, oh, wow, and it made it off the pad. But the FAA was like, ooh, that was that was rough. Like, there was a lot of things that went wrong in the FAA's mind. I have a question. Do you think that, like, when they launch that one and it's, um, you know, it's fully stacked, it, it looks from the outside to be like a full-on starship? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you think that that thing is equipped as if they were going to fly it again? Or do you think it's equipped like, ah, uh, there's just, you know, computers running it? Like... You, you know what I mean? Like, is is there the... the I would say it's the, a test. Yeah. yeah I, I think it, it doesn't have, like, the captain's chairs in the no, program. No. Like, it's just no. computers that are flying that thing. I would think so, yeah. 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 Did you see that launch, Jeremiah? I or, did not. So, Starship, um, are you familiar with what that one, that rocket is? Yeah, go ahead. So, it, it will, at one point, I mean, it has been. It's already break, it got off the pad. So, it, it, it is a successful rocket in that regard, in terms of flight. It's the most powerful operational rocket ever built ever built in the history of man pretty special rocket but it didn't have a very good foundation and when they they blew it off the pad if you think back to like the saturn five days they sprayed a bunch of water back to engineering right like the thermodynamics like the water can actually suppress the sound as well suppress uh, a lot of the physics the force of that rocket and kind of preserve the launch pad their launch pad did not have any of that and it blew up and there was concrete bits that there, were flying there was everywhere. A crater that was probably twenty feet deep, thirty feet yeah, deep. Yeah, and the, a piece of concrete like flew like a quarter mile and destroyed a van. Like it was not great, right? So the FAA, I think, is like, <laughs> let's figure this out. So they've released SpaceX. That is some pretty cool videos. It sounds, <laughs> it's honestly, let's. It sounds a lot like the road situation at the <laughs> this moment in life, where. Back in the day, they built really good roads and they built really good cars. And nowadays, like you go through one winter and the road has potholes all over there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, just lay some, hey, lay some asphalt down, bae. What are your thoughts, Jeremiah, from an engineer? I'd love to hear with that go mentality on. of like, we have something we're really excited about. It's the world's most powerful operational rocket. But we're just going to go for it. We don't have... We know. We know already. I mean, think about it. It's Elon, right? He right. knew that the pad was going to get fucking destroyed. Potentially. I, I would assume at least a bit, right? What are your thoughts on that? On that strategy of just like going for it? Well, I'm going to be very clear. I'm a businessman too along mm-hmm. with that. It's like I don't really believe in that to a certain extent because first of all, I guess it's, it's a, the world has changed. First of all, it's a, probably a billion dollar rocket, he is, you know, in the area that is destroyed there. But, but the fact you're talking about it right now, the fact that they have it, and SpaceX is a publicly traded company underneath the term Tesla, and all that kind of good stuff. So it's a it's much probably as publicity as it is a test, um, and and, and or, I mean I publicity as marketing mm-hmm. because in the olden days they never do that because it'd be too damn expensive, and who would see it anyway? It would be in the you know paper that no one got to see. So yeah, now you've got the live streams and yeah, you've got so much you know things tied to it but i mean there's always there's calculations they make all the time right mm-hmm. 
And um, they obviously made enough calculation. Was, there's a probability high enough of them make the, the decision to let's go. But it's kind of like they give you a date and a time. You're like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to tune in. If they say, eh, we're not going to launch it today, you're going to be like, ugh. Yeah. So they'll scrub it a few times. It. Now, what is your thought on knowing this rocket had a successful launch off the pad, mm-hmm. but as a result of the damage done on the foundation, obviously got kicked back. It, sh- it shut a couple of the engines off. They mm-hmm. ended up running into a malfunction that ultimately required them to abort the mission, explode the rocket while it was, I, w- I think, still relatively suborbital. Yeah. But it made it pretty far up. So <clears throat> that being said, they have the second iteration ready to launch. It's stacked. They're just waiting for approval. They are supposed to launch, according to their original plan, 12 humans in this in the fall of next year, one year from now. What are your thoughts as an engineer of that? <laughs> to go around the moon. Yeah, they're, <laughs> to go, they're to not loop just around launching. The moon. They're, they're, they're looping around the moon. Is so, that a bad idea? <laughs> well, I mean, so they've got a lot of work to do between now and then. They should have launched that rocket. I mean, to, to make it... I'm going to just be clear. To make it statistically significant, you have to do it 32 times. Damn. So they'd have to launch that rocket 32 times to collect data. I mean, if you're asking me, would I go on that? I mean, there's going to be so much work between now and then, especially since, you know, we talk about the, the, the submarine and that kind of stuff. So they're going to have to have bulletproof probability and whatnot that says go up in that mm-hmm. because everyone's going to be uber- uber you know like sensitive of it. and by the way to go back to that titanic thing just for a hot second you know that one of the you know, like one of the guy's sons went with him he didn't want to yeah. go yeah. he didn't want to go i mean the pakistani like, kid yeah Poor kid. Like, his dad's a billionaire or whatever and, he, and his, I mean, he's like no i don't want to go dad and he's like do it for me for father's day or some kind of like it was he, father's day yeah it was like a big deal yeah. to go and it's like oh man that just that, sucks. It, that, that fucking sucks yeah sorry no, to digress but my point is there's a lot of testing to be done and there's no way they're going to put humans in that in that damn thing until they've tested it like many times right and it's been successful they do have a good track record with humans spacex that is with the dragon capsule on the falcon 9 so i would assume that hopefully they would take the right measures to, oh. to not send a everyday astronaut up next fall yeah, yeah they're, they're, i mean no way i mean they'll, they'll he, wait they'll you think wait. elon will go up in that damn thing and show his no no, no he won't. hell no no, he ain't doing that. But yeah, yeah the Starship, um, they're ready to go. SpaceX, uh, as soon as the FAA gives the green light, they've got it stacked. It's not going to be manned no. again. No, not but manned. But he is the first manned flight the one that the Dear Moon mission? Yeah. According Ooh. to the way the Would schedule is. Would you go on that, so. Jeremiah? Like, all right, let's say, let's say the you're the billionaire that wins the bid. Or, but no, let's say David's the billionaire that wins the bid and he says... I want Jeremiah with me on this flight. Are you going? <laughs> um, D. Will, I would like to thank you for the uh, invite. Just the record. Yeah, that's very appreciative. Yep. Uh, notwithstanding, I, it's not my. You know what? Risk isn't worth the reward to me. I'm not one of those guys. You could look at the Earth from the Moon. Well, are you willing to give your whole life for it? Wait a second. Ah, a lot is of this, people are. I'm is this coming it. from the? I'm uh, is this coming from the uh, investor? You wouldn't do it, Matt. The investor that I know. No. David, would you do it? The risk is not worth the reward. David, would that, you do it? That's what I'd say. Um, to figure eight around the moon. It was tested 32 times. Let's just say that, right? right? Let's say Starship was tested 32 times. You have the p-value is less, whatever, right? All the, sh- the statistics all say it's safe. You it is it, the Dear Moon going? mission. Everyday astronauts like 
We, we've asked out. this question before, and we I have. feel like I feel like you said yes. Before. I know, but I've changed my mind. I'm okay. with the reason why is um, I don't. I'm. I don't know. I can. I can feel. I can live off of someone else's experience to be like, wow, that's super cool. It's, it's kind of like, do you want tickets to the Super Bowl or do you want to watch it on your 4K TV? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's an interesting. Yeah, one. it's cool to go there, but I could also sit in the comfort of my I, living room and I think watch I'd, it. I think I'd like to see an unmanned flight around the moon before, and then I would consider it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a, a test not only of See, the of the rocket but also of the mission. Yeah, autonomous. For me, yeah. honestly, um, it, it to me it's not a whole lot different than going to the ISS because mm-hmm. I, I know the ISS is a lot lower and it's it's you know you're talking a couple day trip versus like a couple hour trip, but once you leave Earth's atmosphere and you're out in orbit. It doesn't matter if you're going to the ISS or you're going to the moon. It's different if you're landing on the moon because that enters a whole other element of like failure that could happen. Mm-hmm. But the, to me, there's not a whole lot of difference between going to the ISS and there is doing the lap of the moon. Right. No, I, I could see the, the idea of the because, I, leaving like, the atmosphere is the biggest first step, right? But, that's, but that's the number one step. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but think yeah. about this. Like, think about the, the Titan sub. All right, once you leave that ship, that gets more dangerous the deeper you go because the pressure increases, increases, you know, like, and and communication's more difficult, blah, blah, blah. But once you're out of Earth's atmosphere, it's not like the pressure increases the further you go to the moon, you know? It, it's it's not like, I mean, the, the catastrophes but, that we've had with, like, Apollo 13, that's due to, like, something outside of the ship just failing. I mean, they, they were like mixing the oxygen tanks and... Well, you got to go through the radiation belts. You got to go... I mean, yeah. you're, you're that much further away. Yeah. I think the oh shit factor is that much greater. Yeah. Of the fact that you're... I'm around well, you, the moon right now. When yeah, you see yeah. they're zooming can, away. Like, yeah. you, I think that would sink in way, way different than going to the Titanic or something like that. I I yeah. agree. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's, I, I, mean, I think maybe I would be more inclined to do a lap of the moon than I would be to get on a like, sub to go to the that's the Titanic. That's the question. When you were yeah. balancing, it's not, do you want to do a like an orbital flight, go up like on the um, on Jeff Bezos's penis rocket? No, right, that like, doesn't do it for me. Right, but that's what we were originally saying. Would you yeah. do that or would you do Titanic? It's more like, would you do the figure eight around the moon or would you do, yeah. do Titanic? Yeah. All right, so what's everybody's vote? Titanic or moon? Moon. moon. Oh, moon. Definitely. Absolutely moon. moon. I, I'm not going down that deep of water. No. I just am not. Well, I'm sorry. And uh, I, I just think like, uh, just imagine orbiting the moon and yeah. seeing the whole earth and like horizon. Of, like you would yeah. be You're coming around the your dark pants. side of the moon and all yeah. of a sudden the earth comes up on the horizon. You see the earth You're rise? Like, <sighs> you'd be inspired. You'd be motivated. You'd be um, able to Jack just conquer everything you need to i mean you i mean i just feel like it would be a life-changing experience well, to see earth from that perspective no question yeah. no question i was just looking at the data too on this significance and whatnot i mean it's uh it's pretty interesting overall but let me tell you can, can you if they you pulled the ejectorial switch on the when you're up there and you're on the moon can you make it home um no 
I don't think I don't think that there's, no, there's not just like a right no eject I mean, capsule. No. Yeah, th- right. Well, no oxygen and all there's this shit in the way down. I'm like, oh, is this the, I'm just going to compare it to can you pull the parachute and just jump out of the. No, no, no. But no. my point is down below. If you're down 3000 feet, you just. Yeah, you're gone instantly either way. I mean, right. if, if there was a puncture to this to the shuttle in any way, like you run into a space rock and it it gets punctured, you're you're dead the same way you are at 4,000 feet below the surface of the ocean. So you're, I mean, there's, there's no room for failure on either one of the missions. By yeah. yeah. One of the thing, um, but I would rather her die being able to see the earth from a distance than just being in blackness of the bottom of the ocean. Oh yeah. And the Titanic, I mean, just watch the movie. Yeah. Look, it's just, it's, it's a 1997 a classic. It's a boat. <laughs> It's a 1997 classic. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. It won an Academy Award, and it was Leo's first. Thanks. Put him on the map. Thanks to James Cameron. It's uh, it's a well, it's a fun time in space right now. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we've got some fantastic things coming up. Yeah. As a quick recap, September 29th from four to eight at Speciation Ales is the Underbrew release collab beer between Eclipse on Tap, Underberg, and Speciation Ales. October. Yes, bring yes. it in. Bring the music in. And then on October 7th, we have Underground Man presented by Eclipse on Tap and Underberg over at the Underground Trail. That starts at noon, folks. So be there. Sign up on the Google link in our bio, and we'll hope to see you there. Also, follow us at Eclipse on Tap on Instagram and X. And X. Facebook, Eclipse on Tap. X us at... X us at x.com forward slash eclipse on tap and uh yeah cheers to episode 67 thank you jeremiah for thanks, being on thanks for having me guys appreciate yeah. it good time jeremiah thanks for it's your input a, and your uh your, your engineering your, insight your, was your yeah, technical amazing. expertise, you know, I expertise you, with I would, I would definitely do your own due diligence on sample sizes and all that kind of crap but uh you're staying firmly planted on earth yeah i'm staying right here that's yeah. it all right. that, that is it. Staying, yep. that is it we'll see you all next right. time cheers cheers Ha, ha, ha.